This free podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Uh, they now have over 150,000 titles. titles for you to choose from and download and listen to. And come on, if you like podcasts, you're going to like listening to audiobooks. It's just that simple. So go to audiblepodcast.com/bethere and get a free audiobook, free with your trial membership or with your membership but then you can you can cancel at any time but you shouldn't you should should keep it keep it going keep your mind keep your mind bright yeah keep your mind stimulated books listen to books check them out check books check them out that was some it was in some commercial or something It has. It's been a really long time since we've been here. We're in my apartment, everyone. Yes. And there's an audience here. Yeah. And someone's phone is ringing. Admit who you are. It's you. It's (laughs) it's me. (laughs) It's me. That reminds me. I'm not answering it. Why? uh, My phone Did you know it was you when you said that? No. You kind but of... I thought maybe it was. I was like, all right, we'll just go with it. <laughs> Admit knowing. who you are. My phone um, just rang. Yeah. The, I, walking into your apartment tonight, I was like, is this 2010? Oh like, it God, felt like I going know. back in time because we I haven't been here in so long. Yeah. And uh, um, not much has changed. Nope. Right your neighborhood you. has a lot of um, a lot of new stuff. A lot of new stuff. Some juice bars and like yeah. some specialty bike stores. Yep. The white people are taking yeah, over. Yeah, clearly. Um, it's yep. felt safe. Yeah, and guilty. <laughs> and guilty, I did. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. I, okay, I got to move this. We got uh, Nikki and Sarah live, like, mic cubes on our mics right now, and it's driving me crazy, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to move, move it down the line. I'm um, dedicated to the show still. Oh, well, <laughs> that brings us to our to big a, announcement. Yeah, by the way, uh, we have, like, pretty much a, a ton, uh, the whole room. This is the biggest audience we've had yeah. in your apartment. There's, like, before. 20 people in this tiny room yeah, right now. No, and, no joke. Uh, most of it is comprised of our staff yeah. from Nikki and Sarah Live. Yeah. And um, it's so fucking yeah. touching. I can't uh, even believe it. And they don't have to be here because yeah. you not- had to be there for <laughs> yeah. uh, podcasts. Um. Well, we're sad to report that MTV did not pick us up for a third season. Yes. Uh, collective shock around the world. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I can't believe we yeah. just let them all know this way. Yeah. Uh, that, so, sorry, guys, you're out of a job. We brought you here to tell I, you. I, I talked about it on stage the other night because mm-hmm. that's just what I've been doing to deal with it. And uh, Andrew was in the front row, and I was like... I was like, Andrew's here. He worked on my show. Oh, we're canceled, by the way. And I was like, I'm sorry, you have to find out this way. And everyone really thought, every, after the show, my friends were like, yeah. did you really just tell him? Like, is that how you broke it to him? I'm uh, like, oh, my God. To clarify, we were not canceled. I, I've been saying canceled, we were, but what does it mean? We weren't picked up. Canceled implies that mid-season they axed you because you were failing. We were not failing. I want right. to be very clear. Our ratings were up from season one. Mm-hmm. We were... Our ratings were comparable, if not better, to every other cable late night show. Yeah. I just want to be very clear about mm-hmm. that. And um, I'm very proud of the show that we did. I'm very grateful that we got to do it. Um, but MTV just decided it wasn't part of their programming future. 
and right. that's okay. That's their prerogative. They gave us the show to begin with, mm-hmm. and We're I have nothing but, but, yeah, I have nothing but gratitude for that. So, yes. um, but we are not, uh, as, as Nikki said, we're not, um, pregnant teenagers. So, so we, we, we were up against, we were up against, you know, the proverbial pregnant teenager yeah. wall. Um, no, <laughs> I'm okay with it. I mean, it's a, it's a huge bummer. It is. It really is. Uh, how did you find out? Found out the way you found out. You know, we found out from our people and like, you know, there's protocol, I guess, to these things. And, um, you know, when we talked to MTV and it was, I expected because I, I, I would have liked to have found out with you. I know, but I, I don't know how they would have done. I, I don't know. know. It's like, I think it would have been too stressful to be like, okay, everyone. Because <laughs> I would have been. Sarah, like, you need to be together. But why, you know, it would have been. But then, because we would have started writing each other like, oh my God, we're about what to find out. Like, what, what does it mean? mean? And then we would have yeah. gotten ourselves excited and yeah. then been so much more let down than I was just getting a call from my agents who were. Okay, so it was like all my people on the phone together, which never happens unless they're mm-hmm. like, it's good news or bad, bad news. news. And it was like, you know, mommy and daddy have to tell you something, sit you down and let you know that. And they they were all so solemn. And I and I wasn't expecting any news at all for a couple of weeks. I was like thinking I had time. So yeah. when they were just like, um, so, hey, Nikki, how are you? And it was just like, so, they're usually so upbeat. And they were just like, okay, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. So are you going home for Thanksgiving? Like, just shit like that. I'm like, oh. Get to the fucking point, and um, oh, and then my agent was like, "We um, we are so bummed about this, but and I was thinking that they were gonna do like the we're so bummed to inform you that you got a third <laughs> because I was like they're kind of, they kind of do that sometimes like I, I my manager always like makes bad news good news sound like bad news first but they just really stuck to the bad news part of it it didn't become uplifting at any point no, and no. um no it was it's we found I it felt a couple very weeks resolute ago. about it. I was just like yeah like I, I guess I had run it through my head so many yeah. times like what it would feel like to have that happen yeah. that I was kind of ready for it like I was like I had flinched enough mm-hmm. times that yeah it didn't hurt as much, but then then it hurt. Yeah, it's just there was a couple of days that we found out a couple of weeks ago. So you and I are, you know, we're um, we're Over less suicidal. It. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, um, I I you know there was a couple of days there where I was walking around like listening to you know it was like it's like a breakup you know I was like listening to music that was sad mm-hmm. and getting weepy thinking of just thinking about our staff and like all the good times that we had yeah and how good oh god it's coming the tears are coming but yeah um just like how much fun we had and it was a special thing and um you know that uh we did a good show I'm very proud of it I am and, too and um, anyone who's seen it not a lot of people saw it, but the people that did no, see it. But they did. A lot of people did see it. I have to say, today I was having lunch with a guy who's on Guy Code, Dan Soder, and um, we were at the meatball shop, and we were getting up to leave, and like the bus boys from the back room were like, "Yo, are you da- are you Dan from Guy Code? We love you on Guy Code and Guy Court." And um, he was like, "Can we get a picture?" And I go, um, and I tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, "Hey, I'm Nikki Glazer from Nikki and Sarah Live on MTV. Do you know?" And they were just like, "Nah, girl." And I just did it for laughs, but then yeah. it kind of hurt because I thought maybe they yeah. might. No, but, I mean, um, it, obviously, we weren't like some crazy runaway hit. You know, I think if we had been that, but then the maybe thing we is, if people would. 
would have seen it, they would have loved it and watched it more. But yeah, it, 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 people just didn't come across you it. You know, as much as MTV, uh, you know, this isn't me talking shit. I, I, I understand they make decisions that they make. Um, but, you know, they didn't, re- I mean, this is just honesty. Like, they wouldn't argue with this. They didn't repeat our show at all. Mm-hmm. They didn't promote it on the network or anywhere else really the, you know there would be one commercial for it like right before us mm-hmm. um you know during whatever show was on before my dad us. did facebook it like a couple times yeah <laughs> you know and that that had reach you know yeah we, it those did. were our biggest nights mm-hmm. um <laughs> but you know and and i mean we did our best but the great thing is is that we got great um you know the people who did watch it loved it we got great press i love how like Literally five days before we found oh my out, God. the New York Observer put out an article that was like, the new queens of late night, Nikki and Sarah, find their stride. You know? And it's like, and then, and then, we, get, then we get axed. It's like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just funny. That's how this business is. And like, I'm, yeah. I'm excited for the future, you know, and Nikki and I have just begun. Um, we need us were you listening to that song? Uh, no. <laughs> what was that? I was listening to like um, a lot of like Bony Vare. Is mm. that I, I like I say Bone because it sounds funnier. I don't know if it's Bonnie Vare, but mm-hmm. I say Bony Vare because mm-hmm. I I always think that it's like French for boner or something. <laughs> um, you know, I have like a fall mix. It has a lot of Bony Vare on it mm-hmm. and um, Fleet Foxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, real lofty campfire music. That's what I call it. And uh, it just was like, I just was in a mood, you know, and some little bit of Joni Mitchell, both sides now, always a great song to listen to when you're at a crossroads in your life. Um, uh. (laughs) I remember when um, the thing that I didn't get before we started pitching the show, I remember I was listening to on repeat the Lupe Fiasco song that um, the show goes on. Yeah. And it's about like going in an office and putting your feet up on their desk and being like, you didn't want me, but now I'm I'm Mm going to like persevere. And it's kind of coming about like getting out of the ghetto, but I, um, (laughs) I as a white Midwestern girl relate. I really have to like, you know, uh, I feel a little guilty, like rocking out to it on the treadmill, but it does feel good to, God, music fucking helps. Yeah, and I was listening to like Wide Awake, Katy Perry, which was I'm a song awake. that you and I listened to. There goes my phone again. Who, you want to put it on silent? Yeah, I know. I just. Um... Pa- Passive no, aggressive. No, I wanted y'all to know. Do you want to like. I Wait, wanted you to like, know. have a silent? I wanted... <laughs> Wait, I think it maybe uh, vibrate. That reminds <laughs> me of a story, and this is pretty gross, but. Um... <laughs> One time, I was full on picking my nose in front of my friend, and she was like, "Do you need a tissue?" Oh, and I was like, "You're a cunt." <laughs> you know, no, because I like to use my finger; it's more satisfying. Um, it is. Anyway, uh, that was in college. I've come a long way. I pick my nose now with both with two fingers. But, um, <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, you know, I think. I was listening to Wide Awake by Katy Perry, which yeah. is a song that you told me to listen to on the day that we found out. Yeah, that we got the show, mm-hmm. and I listened to it and started sobbing because it was just like it's just a very like I'm ste- triumphant stepping forward into my future. Yes, my feet are on the ground. You know, yeah. it's that kind of show, song, and but it also applied. Listened to it after, and it also applied to like the falling. You know, falling from cloud nine. It was out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the words as you do. Um, yeah, it was out of the blue, um, yeah. you know, but uh, this is the business. But and you know what? We had a TV show. 
yeah. that was canceled. Yeah. And I would love to have hey, many, many, no many. No cancel. We don't not, say cancel. We had a TV show that wasn't renewed. It's when my parents <laughs> get in a fight, and I'm like, stop fighting. And they're like, it's not. We're having an, a discussion. We're and they having, won't let me say fight. Yeah. Well, MTV had a discussion. <laughs> yeah, <and> they did. <laughs> they decided to get a divorce from us. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, but I, I loved when I, I talked to our assistant, Victoria, after we found out. And I was like, I'm just, like, sad I won't get to, like, see everyone mm -hmm. all the time. And she was yeah. like, if it weren't for the show, you wouldn't even know these people. So just be grateful for that. Yeah. And I was like, that is Aww. such a good way that's to look at nice it. Like, leave it say. to Victoria to, like, spin yeah. it and be like, oh, like, that's... It brought us all together. Yeah, it did. wonderful. And mm. it's... And I've... You know, you... Uh, it's so touching that everyone's here right now. Like, I'm mm. really moved by it. Because it's... Um, yeah, we just had a great, we had a special group of people. Yeah, we did. It was awesome. There were no maniacs on staff. No. You know what I mean? No. There's usually somebody you work with that's like a fucking sadistic psycho. I mean, seriously, but there really wasn't anybody. I mean, there's some kooks. There are definitely a bunch of kooky people in here right now, but there was nobody that was like, you're a nightmare of a human being. You uh, make my. Jill Bomb. <laughs> Okay, so we have to explain that Jill Palm is like the, <laughs> the most <laughs> sweet. She ran our web stuff uh, and produced some stuff for the show too, and she was Jill so. Jill a little bit of a freak, though. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. She, oh yeah. You like, know she likes to get freaky. Yeah, you know? she she's kind of had like a dark wit about her. Even she would. She's so she innocent. would under her breath say things, and I'm like, you are. You are twisted. <laughs> Such a sweet girl. And then she'd be like. I love people like that. Yeah. She's um, really great. Yeah. Rest in peace. But, uh, <laughs> just kidding. She's well. She's, she's not here, so she's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Update our Tumblr, Jill. <laughs> that lives on. <laughs> you need to put a new GIF up every day. I want every moment of the show in GIF form. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah. what were uh, I? Do you want to talk about like highlights for you or? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like when are uh, you gonna get your highlights we, touched uh, up on your I'm hair? Gonna, I do. I'm bad. just kidding. I got, I, you want to see some gray coming in? in like yeah, I, I got a little good. like uh, the gray up there. You know that movie. Um, how is it? How does it feel to not have had your makeup done or extensions put? Oh in fuck it! For so oh long. my god, that reminds me. I had a nightmare last night. That I had had extensions in since the show was over. And I didn't realize it. Like, clip-on hair extensions. Didn't realize it. Woke up this morning and, like, felt them and was like, how the fuck did I not know these were in here? And I've been walking around That's with... That's so... It was a really something. fucking weird... Yeah. I don't and know And then why. I realized, oh, they weren't in. You know, you idiot. You would have, like, felt them a million times. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Sorry, burped. <laughs> Typical. Old times. Um... <laughs> I uh I I love having not having people touch my face mm -hmm. anymore. Uh that was something I didn't expect. You know, it's something I always dreamed of like having my makeup done all the time, like every day. That would be great. You know, I just always look flawless. Mm -hmm. Um but then once when we had days where we were getting our makeup done like every day in a row, I was getting like claustrophobic where someone touching my face was making me have like my heart was racing like get off of me. Yeah. You monster. And these are like the nicest people on earth. Yeah. And um I started hating them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't at all. But um yeah, I just 
you know. And then we had one girl near the end who would wear this perfume that I just, it was like so close in your face that I just started to freak out. But, um, okay, so highlights. Somebody, I would rather other people say, I want, I want sharing time. Yeah. Do you want sharing time? I would love that. If anyone wants to share, no one does. <laughs> Once someone does it, Corey's got one. I just have a feeling. <laughs> I was at Corey's show last week, and um, or was that last week? Yeah, he had a, he has a live show, and it was great. And at one point, he asked for like audience volunteers, and I was sitting in the second row, and he like came by, and he kept like looking at my row, but like would look at me, but then wouldn't pick me. And afterwards, he was like, "I didn't know if I like if you wanted to like get on stage." I'm like, "Corey, I always want to be on stage. Like, of course I do." <laughs> but I would have been like, "No, no, no, let someone else have it." Okay, okay. I was like, okay. Okay. Anyone has uh, I want anyone to have a favorite moment to speak up now because we're never going to talk about the show again after tonight. <laughs> I forbid I'm trying it. to think of one to get us started. I just want to forget. No. <laughs> My uh, favorite I, uh, one moment that stands out to me and is he even here? Is Jake here? No. So mm. let's talk about him. Um, he, <laughs> Jake Plunkett worked on our show first season and um he, he was instrumental in getting the show made to begin yes, with. Yes, he pilot. was. He worked for MTV Development. Mm -hmm. And um, when, who came in that we had dressed him up like he was the executive? Was it Allison Brie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Allison Brie was our guest, and we dressed him, like, he usually wears, like, a sweat, a hoodie, and looks like shit. And uh, <laughs> he always looks like he just woke up. Because he kind of needs sleep constant. Yeah. Like, he, he he's doesn't sleep, I don't think. And he's so he the always... before picture in, a, in, like, a Zoloft commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He is that, like, blob. That, yeah, like, that cartoon <laughs> blob. That's him. So we have to wind him up every day so oh. he can get out of bed. But, uh, yeah, and... Then he put on a suit, and he I just remember him, like, walking in the makeup room and, like, pointing, like, hey. And he had so much confidence in that suit and went in mm -hmm. and pretended. And that he was, he... like, an MTV executive to meet her. Yeah, because yeah. she would have been like, oh, this guy in a suit. <laughs> Let's fuck. <laughs> um, I loved that moment. Yeah, that was a good moment. Um... I remember we, oh, when we were looking for... Um, we wanted to get one of the stuffed animal characters, not stuffed animals, but the, the, the characters out in Times Square. We sent Corey and Ryan and Drew out to go negotiate for like one of them just to look really sad and so we could film it. And Corey was out there and like just looked so shady. You looked like such a terrorist mm -hmm. because you were like, you just went up to it. And we were taking pictures of you on this because we had a live feed in the green mm -hmm. room of Times Square. And you were just out there talking to the guy. And then we, but we had a, someone with a walkie with you guys. And we, um, we just started like demanding Drew to take off his shirt and stuff. <laughs> and, he, and he did. And it just felt like so, at first I was like, that's probably not cool to do. But reverse sex or reverse her, her sexual harassment. Reverse sex is my favorite. Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm trying to think of, I mean, for me, one of the highlights of the entire experience was meeting Justin Timberlake. Yes. I mean, it was so incredible and such a coup uh, yes. by our showrunner, Kim Gamble, who's here. Yeah. And 
and everybody. The thing is, everyone was a part of it unwittingly. Like, no one in the staff knew Mm-mm. except Kim. And um, we had we were doing this elaborate production, like, interview for Kesha, and everyone was working on that. But in a way, they were working on the Justin Timberlake thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no one knew, and, and it was just... It I was just remember being experience. so, like, mad at the situation before Justin came in because it just seemed so disorganized and not what we had talked about at all. We hadn't even yeah, rehearsed something was it. Off. There was no dead hooker. There was no, there was like no, nothing we had planned for. The set yeah, it, looked like uh, an, the Oprah set. And I remember did. I told Gamble, I was like, this looks like Oprah's set. Like, this is supposed to be like a, we're like meeting them in a hotel room. Like what, and why is our name over there? Like, this doesn't make sense. And then yeah, Gamble the is out well, in the fucking hallway. She's producing the piece. She's out in the hallway on her laptop. And I'm just like, what? who is, who's producing this? Like, yeah. I remember saying to you, like, Gamble's dropping the fucking ball right now. Like, like what, what is she, did she just like want a free trip to like Vegas? Las Vegas? Yeah. And like, she's, you well, know, hung over or something out there. But no, she yeah. was planning the biggest thing of yeah. my life. Well, uh, they... To explain the bit that we thought we were doing was first of all it was with Kesha and Jay Cole. Cole. <laughs> uh, that was not something we didn't mention because like it ended up being all about Kesha. Like it was so yeah. confusing. But Kesha and Jay Cole and we were gonna do a thing where it was like we're, we were gonna we Nikki and I thought we were gonna have our Vegas experience with them like a whole weekend. Yeah, and they were like, discussion. no, we're only here for like twelve minutes. And so then we tried to, we were, the bit was going to be us trying to do Vegas in 12 minutes right there with them. Like, so. We it were might have been funnier married. than the Justin Timberlake. Right. Like, it could have been. It could have been. Someone gets married, you know, a hooker gets killed, you know, you know, we're gambling. Like, a little mini roulette table was purchased. Like, there was, I mean, some of the props <sighs> were, there in. was a wedding veil. Like, I mean, there yeah. was, there was stuff there to make it seem real. And, um, I have to say, because this is a little behind there was the HPV scenes. that we were gonna get. Yeah, it was. There was there all was kinds like, of shit. There was a. It was like a free pass for one dose of HPV. I don't even. And Gamble was like, "They're being printed up right now. I don't even know what they're gonna look like, but yeah. they're 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 in the the yeah. you know business center right now. Printing yeah. them up. Um, <laughs> Justin's publicist. Wait, 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 give her a mic. Justin's publicist saw the wedding veil. So. I, you know, full disclosure, I started to suspect something. And I thought, what if, and I thought, what if they're about to surprise us with Justin Timberlake? Because I do that kind of shit all the time. Uh, Every day I'm like, what if when I get off the train, Scott is there with a bouquet of roses? Like, that's, he's never gotten me flowers. Never. But I think that way. I'm like, every year I'm like, there's going to be a surprise party, and there never is. You know, like, I, and because I, I mean, I don't even care about my birthday, but like, I always think that way. I'm like, oh, my whole, I'm going to open the door, my whole family's going to be there, just like waiting for me. Like, whatever event. Yeah. You know, I just think that way. Your um, life is full of disappointment. It is. <laughs> Around every corner, literally. It is. I date, I'm a daydreamer. Because you think Scott's going to be there with flowers. It is. And he never, <laughs> Around every corner. never is. Um, but I'm a daydreamer. <laughs> it's so Scott just said it's so that she keeps on dreaming. You just want her to dream big, don't you, Scott? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all intentional. But that's how I am. I'm I'm a daydreamer. And um and there were things that made me think, what maybe this daydream is real. And I kept 
it was like a yo-yo. I had told a couple people, like, I think maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I need to tell somebody that I have an intuition. But I'm so but smart not I'm to tell me. I'm embarrassed. And I didn't want to tell you just in case, like, um, I didn't want the reaction. Like, I, I was like, I know that if it happens, you know, I'm going to react crazy regardless. It doesn't matter if I know about it or not. Yeah. But I didn't, just in case, I didn't want you to have to act. I wanted it to be real. Although we know that I'm good at that based on our interview on Katie Couric. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to go, we're like, we don't say uh, any more than that. that. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Katie don't, You don't have to say um, anything more. <laughs> does it matter? We can tell. Yeah. It doesn't um, matter. Uh, Katie Couric told us that we got a second season of our show and, and she thought that we didn't know and their whole staff thought we didn't know yeah but, oh, we, but knew. we knew <laughs> so if you want to go did. if you want to go back and watch that video <laughs> i that is my submission for um to be considered golden for globe, a, best a golden globe right there daytime um, any minimum i even was like i have to call my mom like i really like sold it is uh, but it I was did a it for Katie. Communication on it was right. just like they thought we didn't know, and and you know it, and it was good TV, so we yeah. went along with it. And um, I I channeled the way I reacted when I found out. I yeah, guess. and so it was like was I get, I'm talking to Katie Kirk right now. I'm really excited. Anyway, because um, I do love her. But um, yeah, you were smart not to tell me about your. I just didn't want to, and I didn't want to be wrong. Because I would have, I would have been like, "You're so fucking right." Oh my god, it's all adding up because it 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 would have I would have convinced us both that it was definitely yeah. happening. And And I didn't know. There were so many things throwing throwing me off the course. You know, you guys Kim and you guys everybody did so much to throw us off mm-hmm. that it was throwing me off. Like I just was like and you guys said like you knew I was suspicious cuz I was just like staring at things in the room, <laughs> like looking at the mic packs like the mic packs on the on the on the couch said Kesha and Jake Cole. Like the the crew there didn't know. They yeah. thought that it was two people, and they they were lighting it for that. They were they were two mics, you know everything. And um, I just although when they when were I setting up the him, camera, they were only having one person stand in. They and I was were like, they were. And you need someone to sit there too. Like I had no idea though. I was just like they are inefficient at their job. Um, but it was him, and I, the reaction was completely real. Yeah, that was because I just thank even God it just, was real. I like people. I'm so glad to be like, yes, that was true. Like, yeah, I was, I, I was, I was completely I was blindsided. overjoyed that it was. I mean, I was like, yes, the dream came true for once. Yeah, yeah. it was like on uh. Christmas when my I thought I was gonna get a bird, but my parents. Um, this was like last year. No, uh, I wish I would love to get a fucking bird, but. Um, Someone would have to give me one because if I got one by myself, it would be a bad thing. But anyway, so I like wanted a parakeet so bad, and my and I, I Christmas morning I woke up and there's like, they're like my presents are out and that's it, and none of them look like a parakeet present. Like it was just there was no bird cages, nothing was alive. Yeah. And then I got to the last present and I was just like, it was like this small box and it was just like, like really sad. Like you know, I was probably being a brat about it too. I was probably like crying. <laughs> And I opened it, and it was like a little. It was like a weird toy for like a. And I was just like, oh. oh. And then they were they were like, we're getting him tomorrow. And I was like, ah. Oh. Oh. It was like the most surprised and like overwhelmed I've ever been. And like until that moment, like I've never been so surprised by something that yeah. was like people. Someone orchestrated. They twisted it. Yeah. 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 It feels you feel special. Well, that's what made me so emotional. Yeah. It was just like not. And you know, I am a grown woman, and I was crying over meeting Justin Timberlake, but. <laughs> 
But I was also emotional because it was just one of the nicest things that anyone yeah, has ever it done is. for me. Him and, and, and Kim and everybody at MTV. And it was just, it was like destiny, you know? It just felt so amazing. And I, when I think about everything that we experienced in the course of less than a year, it is crazy to me. We went to the VMAs. Yeah. We went to the movie awards, all the celebrities we met and uh -huh. touched, uh -huh. touched. And, and and harassed and, uh -huh. and sexually harassed in, in many ways. Um, but just the stuff we got Arsenio. to do. Arsenio. We were on Arsenio. <laughs> Seriously. That is crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. I can't believe, you know, Kathy Lee and Hoda, like we got to be on that. Like all the stuff we got and to it, do. It was less than a year ago, all of it. I, it seems like it, it seems definitely minimum two years, if not a decade yeah. of like experiences packed into one year. Um, and we made so much funny shit, like stuff that I'll like, you know, hit the dance floor girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> the I think we talked about it on the podcast before, but the, our hit the um, dance floor girl is one of my favorite things I've ever been. A part Justin of Timberlake. The story was that Justin Timberlake released a song called Take Back the Night. And he just didn't know that that was an organization of like. Against you know, sexual against violence, violence and, against yeah. women, and he was like, he was like, I didn't know, and we're like, well, this isn't the first time this has happened. Like he has made this mistake many times, <laughs> and so there were all, there, the song. Um, what was the first one? It was. Do you remember it, Corey? It was, uh, the first one was. Uh, no, that was the second one. Okay. Yeah, it was. No, that was the no, third one. The second one. It gets better. It gets better. It gets better. Yeah. No, that's bully. That's bully. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to bully you into loving me, girl. It gets better when you are here. Hit the dance floor, girl. Every song ended in Hit the Dance Floor Girl. The next one was about, um, was it the, the Amber, Amber Alert. Alert? Oh my God. Wait, Corey, please. I need to hear you. Do, do you it. remember Amber Alert? Corey, Corey sang them. Um, yeah, me, uh, Corey did I these. I think I remember it. What and, have I been doing um, the past three weeks? And, and, like, this and over we, and over. we commented on the show, like, these are not good, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> these are terrible songs. These don't sound like, yeah, this isn't, this doesn't like him to do no. this. But the, the, uh, well, that was my, my favorite moment behind the scenes of the show was recording those with Andrew because it was me and Andrew in an edit suite and he couldn't hear any of the music. <laughs> so he was just controlling all the He's levels you and he was hearing me acapella trying to do those and then be like, oh, oh, sorry, hang on, let me do it again. <laughs> and then like trying to hit all the notes of them. But yeah, it was Amber Alert, and then the next one was um, the Forest Fire. Only one. you can prevent forest fire. Only you can prevent forest fire. That was the name of the song, and he and didn't was, know. He didn't know that that was like a campaign. He had no idea. So what did it sound like? The, I realized this thing. It's uh. Yeah, you do. My God, it really? was. I forget how it started. The second one was the Amber Alert. Was Amber Alert? It was Amber Alert. Where'd you, girl? Where'd you go? I gotta find you. And then it was a license number. It was like six one three four eight one six five six. Yeah. And then a Lose long pause, which Brendan was like, make sure the pause is really long. And then it was like six one three four eight four five one six. Hit the dance floor, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love the honk in it, which yeah. I think Jason put in that middle, in. Jason put in the honk. So it was like, that was six, brilliant. One, three, four, I go, is there a honk? That was like that made yeah. it. And then the burning down a whole burning, burning was, down a whole sub. Burning down a whole sub. <laughs> yeah. Our love is on, on fire. fire. <laughs>
Because it was that was highly recommend forest fire. It's that highly recommend going back. That weird like voice. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, it's so on good. YouTube. I think you got to go look it up. Cause it it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, really it's on one of my favorite things we did on the show because it's just so silly and funny. Yeah. Um, that was great. And then another thing that didn't make the show, but it is on YouTube, the time that I laughed the hardest and like was the when we were in the bathroom doing a we were doing like <laughs> fake it was like undercover boss it was a parody of undercover boss in which i was dressed up as like a dude and i meant the urinal with ryan parks <laughs> one of our uh pas and um he and i walk and i'm like hey what's up man and like <laughs> i i had a big mustache on and i just I really felt the role. Like, I really, like, got into it. Like, I felt like I would, it was, and I probably did, we had, like, a blooper reel at the our rap party, and I think that they didn't even show half the takes. I think it was, like, <laughs> 35, probably, probably more. But we, I, that's a, that is so fun. And then someone, that, that blooper reel was so you much fun to watch. should put that online. Watch. I, and be then fun. Alana's boyfriend had an idea for, like, a show that's just all bloopers. Yeah, and I was like, I would fucking watch that. Yeah. I love bloopers. How fun was that? <laughs> bloopers all, are fun. They are fun. I think there's probably a show like that. <laughs> America's Bloopers. Oh yeah, that's right. They mm. would do like a special every so often, like a. All right, David mm. Blaine bloopers. <laughs> oh my god, did you watch, I didn't watch it? it? I have it taped. I'm so excited. I've been it a fan is... for so long. It is an amazing per. It, I was highly entertained. The part with Ricky Gervais is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Ricky, just it, imagine Ricky Gervais reacting to anything that blows his mind, oh, and it's just yeah. fucking great. Uh, David Blaine, fully endorsing that show. I've been entertainment. I bought it. I don't think. It, also, can I just say, real or magic is like the title, like David Blaine, real or magic. I don't understand uh, those two choices. Magic. Real or magic? Magic's fake. But no, but did ma- it really if happen? It's magic. If it's if it's actually magic, that's real. Oh my god! You actually <laughs> stuck the needle through your arm. It's real. No, he didn't. Magic is he didn't stick it through. It just looked like he did. That's no, but magic. real, that's like, oh, my God, it's real magic. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you want it to be real or real magic? I want it to be, like, <laughs> fake or fake or magic. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you're faking me out or, like, you are literally have powers no! from another realm. No, magic is the fake. Magic is fake. By no, default, magic is, like, a trick. magic, no, the word, have you seen Harry Potter? The word magic. Oh, I guess you're right. Is magic. It's Oh my God! You're, okay, you have you're powers right. from another realm. You are special. You are touched. You 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 are blessed with a with a some kind of supernatural thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas a, a Dave, a magician in the sense of our pop culture and our society, it's David Blaine is faking you out, right? And that's fake. So it's fake or magic. Ah, and I I will take this up and I will get on moveon.org and do a <laughs> petition. <laughs> Um, anyone else have a favorite moment from the show? Because um, we really we didn't plan this episode out at all. Scott does. Pass the mic to Scott. What do you guys have to say about Balzinius, your first hater on Oh, iTunes? yeah. Okay, so Balzinius was our first <laughs> hater <laughs> on iTunes. And he said, uh, uh, what was it, boring... Uh, 
whorish and boring. Hold on. Yeah, and we, yeah. Hor- boring and whorish. Yeah, boring and whorish. Destined to fail. Uh, fail by episode 25. And guess what? We did 25 episodes of our show. Nikki yeah. and Sarah Lyle. We did. <laughs> exactly 25. 25. But clarify, so, you're talk- he was commenting on the podcast. Yes, he was commenting on the podcast. The show, so not only is, are we on episode thank one Thank God he something. didn't comment on the show on iTunes. <laughs> 117, my, around that, uh, and and we did 25 episodes of our TV show. So you know what? Suck it. Suck it, Balzinius. <laughs> Again. That guy has we, no idea that... No. He's this someone on. has never paid attention to us ever again. So it's probably my ex-husband. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> um, to all the Twitter haters, we got some fun Twitter hate. Yeah. Uh, but mostly Twitter love. I gotta 99% say, I love. am not as excited about following all those people that convinced me to follow them during the two seasons that I used to be. It is a lot of people, like, just, uh, you know, I don't want to hear how funny Girl Code is. <laughs> I, I really don't, you know? And I did, I, you know, and only for my own... Not because you know, I disagree, only but f- because... <laughs> only for don't. my own immediate, you know, just, like, it's like a breakup, like... The day after I was on Twitter and I followed every MTV official account and, you know, they tweet all the time. And so I was like, I can't. I don't want to know about the Teen Wolf new episode that you have coming out. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's like, no, I liked that show but and I still do. But I just I need to not have it in my face. So I unfollowed. I went through and unfollowed like every MTV related account. So it just wouldn't be in my feed. Um, You know, but one day. Life. I. (laughs) I am a lifelong MTV watcher. I'll never give up. You know, they have a new show coming out, and I have to say, I'm excited about this. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Real World Explosion. Oh, I don't know what that is. X. Real World. I thought you meant the girl who, like, is trying to find her real dad. Oh, fuck that shit. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. I'm talking about Real World Explosion. It's cast members put into a house and then God, they're, they're in there and they all hook up and then the exes show up a week or like a few weeks later. Like <laughs> they're, they're all exes in from the-, the show? No, or like their current, what, what is it? Their current, so their ex-boyfriend or girlfriends show up like a week later and live in the house. And then they're and, I- and, and- out for the day. And then they come back Yeah. Oh, they've been there a month. So they've been fully hooking up and doing all kinds of crazy shit. They go on a day trip. They come back and all their exes are there. That is so fucked up. Entertainment, entertainment In a great ensues. Way. Yeah. Yeah. God so I gotta damn say, it. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I am ready for real world explosion. So am I. I will be watching that. <laughs> I just love that it's called explosion. <laughs> I, I thought it was like real world explosion. Are we? Like they take the cast members and then blow them up. And that was also going to be an entertaining Are show. we still um, on their website? Yeah, yeah. We are? Yeah. We're, all, we're off on demand. I want to just like announce that. We don't exist on on demand anymore. Well, we're not, you know, no one was demanding. No. <laughs> oh. No, they were. Oh. Our, uh, people keep tweeting like, when are you coming back? And I'm just like, I, I stop myself from saying never, but. Um, <laughs> I really just want to just be like, never. 
I mean, because I you do. didn't tell enough of your friends yeah. to watch us. Yeah. No, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. I don't think that it was possible for us to meet the expectations that they had, and they were they wanted something that didn't exist, and 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 they wanted they didn't want that type of show yeah. in the end, and that's okay. Um, but I will say, uh, say it. I don't know what goes it is. around, comes back around. Hey, <laughs> my baby. What goes around, comes back around. Hey, my baby. We, we lip synced that song at our show. <laughs> we had a show in the New York Comedy Festival, and we played that and lip synced it as our deli- as our goodbye. I used to want you so bad. I'm so through with that. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> you, baby. What, what is the line? You turned out to be the best, best thing, thing I, I kn- never had. Yeah, it was great. I dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah. Thank God Why I dodged a bullet. I'm so God over you, baby. Good looking now. I don't get that, baby. Good looking out. Good looking out. That means like go fuck yourself. It means like <laughs> I don't know, you know what, what it means. means. It means good riddance. Like good looking out. I thought it meant like no. you should have been looking out. No, good looking out look means out. good good. Good looking out. Oh, really? I thought it was a shitty thing to say. Oh, I I thought, like, good luck, buddy. It's like, thanks for watching out for me. Thanks for watching out for me. Right. Oh, well, she twisted it. Uh, Beyonce twisted it. Right. Yeah, good luck looking out. There are no black people here right now to explain this. Unfortunately. I'm going to be fully honest. We don't have a diverse audience tonight. Um, (laughs) I like when she's like, you showed your ass and I saw the real you. I love that you showed your ass. That's a great phrase. Yeah, that is. Like, you know, you idiot. Um, MTV, good riddance. Good looking out. Good looking out. (laughs) Whatever Um, that means, I'm saying it to you. Um. MD, uh, Nikki, what's next for you? Um, I'm really focused on these raspberries in the bottom of my drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we don't have, we haven't had a minute to even. I mean, it's yeah, been a couple weeks. Um, and, you know, I, um, I was. I've been doing that Comedy Central show at midnight, which has been a lot oh of fun. God. I and did you're it. So good on it. Thank it's, you. And the show just got picked up for forty. Forty weeks. weeks. So you're gonna be like a reg on it. I know you. I are. hope to be. It's so fun, and um, it's it's been really great to be on that. And uh, yeah, so I'll be going out to LA for that. I think a bunch, and then. Just getting back into stand up mm-hmm. and hopefully like developing something that I can just, you know, whatever's next. Yeah. Just I want to get those extensions back in my hair. <laughs> yeah, girl. My hair's feeling flat. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone to bronze me again. <laughs> Ain't nobody bronzing me. <laughs> Ain't nobody bronzing me. <laughs> I haven't been bronzed in a while. Yeah. I, I do miss that. Yeah, but, um, I haven't gotten my nails done. I'm letting them heal. Yeah. From a year of abuse. Um, uh, What's next for you? Um, I am going to be a substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I have I th- I have a couple things that I was working on already, mm-hmm. and they'll be coming out soon-ish, which mm-hmm. is exciting. So that's great that I, ha- I kind of had stuff going on anyway because it's been able – I've just been able to focus on that and not freak out too much. But um. I had a web series that I've shot. It will be coming out at some point, hopefully soon. It's called Day Job. Where? Uh, on YouTube? Yeah, you on yourself? YouTube. It may be hosted somewhere. We're not sure. 
We haven't figured it out yet. Um, and then I have a new radio show with WNYC called Lies. And that will be coming out probably early next year. And it will be on iTunes and stuff. That's so awesome. uh, we just started production on that. And it's I think it's really funny. So look out. Good looking out for that. <laughs> I don't know. Is that right? Um <laughs> And you know what? I'm on Twitter, y'all. Uh, I've been posting daily Bible verses on Twitter. I saw that. What's that about? Okay, so I just got annoyed with, like, the justification for, like, um, hating uh, or being against gay marriage and other things. That people spend their whole life fighting because there's one Bible verse that says something about it. And I'm like, well, if you're going to quote the Bible for your cause, then you got to read the whole Bible, you know, like... So I found these really fucking weird Bible verses, and I <laughs> and I photoshopped them onto like a picture of a sunset, and then I put, people don't like it. I'm not; they're not popular. But there's a few people that are like, "Where's my Bible verse?" Like, oh, yeah. um, so the first one is like basically a verse from uh, Kings two, and it's about uh, uh, some guy, I guess a prophet of some kind, Elijah maybe. Some youths, <laughs> some youths are making, calling him a bald head. Uh, hey, you're a bald head, and he gets so mad that he curses them in the name of the Lord, and a, and two female bears come out and maul forty two, forty two of the youths, and that's a fucking Bible verse. <laughs> so I put it on like a background of a sunset and was like daily Bible verse inspiration. <laughs> that's great. And then the one I put, I've only done two so far. The one I put out yesterday was like, any man whose balls are crushed or has no, his penis has been cut off cannot enter the assembly of the Lord, which is a Bible verse. So like, I mean, these are things that if you want to fight for, you got to fight for all of it. Yeah. I mean, and I, you know, I, I'm saying this, I was raised Christian and I love a lot of the stuff in the Bible, but like, if you're going to base your entire life and your whole politics and everything on one Bible verse, then I'm going to put out some funny... I'm going to make fun of that, and that's what I'm doing. So anyone who saw it and thinks that I'm being mean against religious people is wrong. I'm being mean against certain religious people. Right. <laughs> the assholes. Um, anyway, Have that's you, what I've been working on. <laughs> I've been going on a lot of auditions despite myself. I hate... I. Yeah. I've been clear about how much I hate them and I think they're a waste of my time because I just I have never even gotten a call back. So I just feel like it just does they just don't work. But it's good to do because it makes you actually feel like you did something that day and like it's a reason to like put on makeup and like leave your apartment. Yeah, and you get there. That being said, I am t I'm not good at that. I don't I still have to like always text people beforehand like what is slating mean because it's oh yeah like, slate you, like, either means... say your name or sometimes you say your representation or sometimes you don't slate at all and it's just slate means you're just supposed to know you these look things. into the camera and you say sarah schaefer and then you begin your audition yeah it's weird um and then i know this is the thing you you need to be trained for fucking auditions because it sucks because you don't know the person's reading with you. You don't know if you're supposed to look at them, and then you. What are you I'm doing? Sorry, I'm laughing at Corey. <laughs> <laughs> he's Corey's holding the holding microphone the out like, like he's, he's interviewing, interviewing us. the air. So, so what about auditions? <laughs> anyway, continue. I just I never know if I'm supposed to look at the person who's reading with me, or if I'm supposed. And then if another person said they're reading for two different people, do I look at them for both per people? Sabrina, do you yeah. know this answer? You split it? 
Okay, the person who's talking most, you look at them most. Yeah. And then you make up a different... Okay. Figure out all the points. Like, I just did one where it was like three different things I had to point to. And it was like, I had to practice it a million times. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. There she is. Oh, now she's over there. I had to like pick in my mind where they were going to be. Cause they, oh, that's... I know which one this was. Was this the Simon Rich one? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Gorbachaka. Uh, that shit was funny. Did it you was read really the whole funny. script? Yeah. But oh, anyway. That, uh... I just did not do well. And um, <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard back. But um, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> uh, no, I swear to God. Like, I just don't. I get so. I'll, I'll be like nailing it before I go in. And then I go in and I just can't do it. And um, there have been times when, like, I'll, you know, sometimes you need your purse or something, or you need a phone. Oftentimes you need yeah. a phone in the scene. And they're like, just use your phone. So I've been bringing in phones. One time I brought a phone, had a phone in my hand, and made a fake phone with my <laughs> other hand and talked on it. I sort of got, and they go, they cut the camera, and they go, you can you can just use your phone. And I was like, I, I know, that's why I brought it in, but, like, you just want to do the fake phone. <laughs> so embarrassing. Well, the good thing is, is if they stop you and have you redo it, in the that way means they, they want, see hope. That means they like you, yeah. Okay. If they those think are like suck, mini callbacks. They'll just let you. <laughs> so I've gotten a lot of those. <laughs> they are mini callbacks. And... They're like, okay, I like the way you look. I like the way you're doing this. Yeah. Uh, just don't do it that way because I know what whoever I'm working for isn't going to like do right. it this way, you know, and that's hopeful. And I have gone back in before to like return the restroom key. And so that's there you just go. Like been like, hey, again, just dropping hey. this off. Um, oh, it's yeah. wet, but because I wash my hands, you know, I didn't pee on it. But um, I, uh, yeah, and I went on like a general meeting, which is where you just like go meet a casting director or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, they just like, kind of stare at you hey, blankly for an like, hour. And they're like, what do you do? And like, well, and it's just like such bullshit. And um, <laughs> so she was like, you know, oh, uh, so t- what's your act like? And I was just like. Uh, you know, I just gave some, you know, generic answer, like Whitney Cummings and, um, uh, no, I, I would gladly say that I was like her, but no, I was just like, um, I don't know. And and she goes, well, can you do some of it? She was like, I know that's like the worst question ever. I'm like, I know. So why would you ask it? To do stand up to someone in a meeting? I did my stand up sitting down in a chair across from a casting director. Oh, Lord. I was I, I, so I just stared and was like thinking like, what joke can I fucking do? And she, I said my joke and she goes, that's cute. And then <laughs> on to the next thing, I was just like, oh, I've always, um, yeah, that's what I want. It's, wow! Yeah, it's, it's hard out here for a bitch. Um, it's uh, that's like the worst. Th- you're not supposed to do that to comedians. Ask them to tell. No, but I like have a casting web director, series, I have a whole episode of just people saying the wrong thing to a comedian. To me, right. the comedian, just like tell me a joke, say something funny. Where are you performing tonight, Caroline's? You should perform at Caroline's. You know what shows you should be on SNL? Like it's one. It's yeah. just like a string. <laughs> it's a string of those stupid things that people say. But asking someone to perform. For you, one on one is unacceptable. It's, I, I, yeah, it was the worst. It's, it's, you know, I understand. I, a told, musician. I was texting you before I went, and I go, "This is going to be the worst thing of my life." I just have a feeling, and I got out, and I was like, "She made me do my act." <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, it's different for a musician, you know, where it's like, okay, play me one of your songs. Like that is, it might be uncomfortable one on one, but right. it's normal. It's very but it's just weird, weird to, to do bring your up joke your abortion like in a meeting, you know, like on, like yeah. without context. Yeah. It just doesn't just fit. Be like, oh man, <laughs> so weird. All right, well, 
anyone have anything else they want to share? Because now's the time. We will never Forever see each other again. Hold your pace. This is like high school, okay? We're never going to be friends after this. Be honest with yourself. No, just kidding. I mean, for most of you. Oh, yeah. A penis got on the air. We, yeah, we oh, can talk about yeah. that now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, so during our blur blurred line sketch, like uh, they didn't catch one of the penises for a second was not blurred out. Mm -hmm. And um, and I got to say, you know, Lucy, I love you, but um, I wasn't fully prepared for how nude they were going to be. Oh, my God. I thought they were going to be in, like, little, like, briefs, nude-colored briefs. No. They were in... Literally, they had a little bag for the genitalia to be in. That drawstring is like what you wear when you get a spray tan. Yeah. Apparently. I didn't know that. Um, but we had a meeting. Give her the mic. Corey, your, your job is. <laughs> Corey, you when failed. When we had like, a pre-pro meeting, they're like, we want to see like side of people. Like We want to see that they're not wearing underwear. It should look very scandalous. And I actually, before you guys got there that day, I had to go give the guys their wardrobe oh and be God. like, this is what you're wearing. And all I'm surprised they didn't walk out. I am too, because I think one guy was really into it. We paid them in a <laughs> gift certificate to Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's no. not worth it. But like, one guy like was super bucks. into it, and I think that the other guys got, like, um, they didn't want to, like, quit, because the other guy was like, this is great. <laughs> right. Oh and he kinda, I have like, a feeling which one going. that was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, I was like, kind of loving it. He's also the one that I believe that was unblurred in the show. So I feel like that worked out. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah there was one that was unblurred in the, at a moment in the show. That was funny. Um, oh, yeah. There was also a lot of goats and chickens. There, mm -hmm. A goat shat on yeah. my foot <laughs> during that. It was in the script, too. It was. It worked out. Um it was we weren't filming when it happened though, which sucked. <laughs> uh, I still remember it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. I my favorite thing about the show was the people though. And I and I've never worked on another show before, so I don't know if it's I have and it was definitely the people. It's not it's like I do <laughs> I and I hear I hear from everyone on our staff who has worked at other shows like there was something special about ours and I believe it and I don't know that we'll ever find that again in another show. I will try to recreate it with if I ever do get one with you guys again. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's, not, it was special. You know, our show is over, but we're not gone. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're well, well, I will say this. Uh, we're, we're definitely because I'm going to be gone for most of December. So you are gone. You just said we're not gone. We're not gone. Well, I know. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's so confusing. Uh, for the podcast, like, it, it, we'll reconvene in January yeah. and figure out what we're going to do. But uh, for now, this is it. Yeah. For now. Yeah. But never say goodbye. Never. Except just Irish exit. Irish exit life. out of that shit. <laughs> just when no everybody's one laughing they're black out. On, you slip out the back door. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, but yes, I, I just wanted to say, as I burp, um, thank you to all of our listeners who mm -hmm. stuck stuck with us and who made this happen. Because it really would, wouldn't have been with, without you guys, we wouldn't mm -hmm. have gotten the show. And um, and to Andrew, who's yeah. been with us since day one, and um, Scott's my boyfriend, and and <laughs> uh, Scott's my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> oh my god he has roses no um, it's all gonna be okay 
is what I'm saying. Is it? It is. Uh-oh. And and but yeah, thanks to everyone that's here. Yes. And all our staff and everybody at MTV. It was such a fun show. And um it's just the beginning. Yeah. You know? We learned so much. So stay tuned. We'll be back in the new year. Yep. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Bye. Kwanzaa. Bye.